Come chat with Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Consignment Chats. This is episode 119. It is a C-Chat spotlight, and y'all, do we have something special for you. We have brought in the ladies from Let's Do Lunch podcast. If you haven't watched them, you are missing out. They oh, are... Yes. They are as fun, if not funner. I love that word, funner. <laughs> we are. So right. make sure you're watching. One of, the, one of the few podcasts I actually talk back to because I feel like I'm hanging out with you guys and I'll be like in the car driving like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good goals. There you go. I love, I love watching their premieres because you can talk with them while yes. it's premiering. We, we love, love it that. that you pop in. It's awesome. We want to make sure everybody can pull up a seat. So yeah. that's great. Just love it. Love it. Love y'all. So um, I want to start with, or we want to start with each of you telling your individual stories, kind of how you got into reselling and what your business is and where you're located. So people know about your individual businesses before we get into the deets about how you came together. So Kristen, you want to start us off? Okay. So I don't know that it's been so long, Angie and I both, that we've been reselling that it, um, uh, it's hard to remember exactly. Wow. <laughs> so, it's just who I am. <laughs> I know it's in my DNA. No, <laughs> um, I, I think we kind of started out of necessity, or at least I did that uh, in 1997 when you didn't have to put pictures on. And if you did, it costs extra and they would send you money orders and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's, we've been doing this a long time and it, it really was something that we just wanted to, I wanted to find new homes for the things that I had that I knew were worth more than just yard sale prices and to have a little extra money whenever I stayed home with my kids. So it started out that way. And what's funny is my very first few things that I put on were longer burger baskets and, um, stamping up rubber stamps. And some of the rubber stamps I did on consignment for my sister-in-law, they were her stamps too. So my very first, it was like that, but didn't know um, you had a consignment history. This is this is getting good. <laughs> so, um, you know, just hanging out and having fun with it. And then it wasn't until later that I accidentally discovered the Goodwill bins and the cost of goods was so good that I just started picking up a few things here and there, probably about 2008 and putting them online. So I'm a real squirrel everywhere, including my eBay store. So I love that. All right. So I have to know because one of my favorite, have you guys watched 30 Rock mm-hmm. at all? I've seen it. The episode where Jenna is a couple episodes where Jenna's in a movie and they don't know what she's saying and they call the rural juror. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I say a rural squirrel, I think of that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do, That's but I never funny. put the two together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time I think about rural juror, rural juror. I was wondering which came first, but it sounds like a rural squirrel came before a rural yes, girl. Sounds like it. Yeah, I don't. I renamed it about uh, I don't know, maybe ten years ago. So it's not been that long. Before that, I was something else. <laughs> there was no rural squirrel. It just became a thing recently. And it's not because I like squirrels or that I live in the country. I just <laughs> I like the way it sounds. <laughs> I love it because I think it fits your personality. You're just so bright and cute. It just is like a cute, bright, fun little name. (laughs) Angie, how'd you get your name? (laughs) I don't know. 
Angie resells. Uh, pop up on the screen. It's Actually, so I, you know, in branding, Molly and I just had this talked about this for a second this morning. I was like, Angie resells like that is you can't get more descriptive than that. Like <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. Right. Nailed it. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, um, I don't know when I started YouTube that came up, that was my idea. Um, cause I couldn't think of a name. How original is that? <laughs> I was like, everybody has these really cute, um, ideas for their channel. And I was like, that's the only thing I can think of really. <laughs> Am I coming up to the big Perfect. screen? Uh, yeah. we we're all together here we're all together no, no, i i just didn't know if you could see me on because it doesn't show oh, yeah. me on the big screen okay, oh, no, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um but how i started is in 1998 my daughter was born in january and i had an obsession with jimboree back then that was so head to toe every outfit was jimboree and my neighbor came over and said you know you could sell stuff online and y'all back then it was like dial up crazy I was like no you can't and they're like yeah it's this place called eBay and I'm like I don't know maybe and we started everything at 99 cents back then on auction Mm -hmm. everything sold everything and we you know you go on there now and even if you look up a brand there's 20,000 pages you could scroll all of clothes in 100 pages Oh, for sure. All clothes. Crazy, isn't it? Everything. So um, we like both got in on the ground floor of that. And so I was actually living in Hawaii. Now that would never work today because (laughs) shipping costs so much. But back then you could do a two pound priority meal package for $3.25 anywhere in the country. Wouldn't it be great to do that now? So I was shipping packages from Hawaii like nonstop. They were like, who is this crazy lady? But back then, you know, you used to have to go to the post office, write their addresses on the package, take them in one at a time and, and package. Oh my gosh. It was like, so, so different. You took the pictures with the camera, went and took them to Walmart to get developed, brought them home and scanned them, Uh uploaded them with dial up, then put them on eBay. Y'all, it was a different world. We have it so, so spoiled now. Um, But I, so I just started it because I was a yard sale fanatic, even way back then. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess I've always had it in my blood Um, then, but I was an accountant for years. And so I did that, but I always did eBay. Uh, You know, I said on the side, but when you love something, you do it, you know? Um, but then I just decided about 10 years ago, unfortunately I went through a divorce and had a ton of debt. I didn't even know I had. And I said, okay, that's it. I'm doing, you know, I did Dave Ramsey. I worked my day job and a full-time on eBay at night and i got completely debt-free And then two years ago, I said, that's it. I'm not working at my regular job anymore. I'm doing eBay full time. But I could because I had planned and got out of debt and did all the things that I needed to prepare. And at that time, my kids said, why are you not on YouTube teaching people how to do this? And I was like, no one's going to watch me. I'm old, whatever, (laughs) you know, (laughs) everybody on YouTube is like 22 years old and like, 
cute, no, stuff, and we just don't crazy fit that mold. <laughs> Who's gonna watch this old lady? And <laughs> then people did, and they like liked it, and like we're like, wow, this is like so informative. And I was like, huh, wow, oh, okay, I guess I'm gonna do this then, and that's kind of how it happened. Oh, wow. Great story. I, I just wanted the applause in the background during all that. <laughs> I have oh, chills. Please. I have like chills. I, I, that, I know. So I want that cool. background roaring. Going, <laughs> <laughs> that is very impressive, inspiring. What a great story. Yes. Oh, thanks. I yes, hope so you feel that now. I mean, so we're going to link up in the show notes both of your YouTube channels and everything because you're both successful YouTubers as well as podcast or, I mean in your own businesses you're successful youtubers as well as super successful resellers so that's cool well, and I think the thing that makes us kind of unique and I can't, I guess I can't speak for Kristen but I kind of feel this way for her is we're actually full-time resellers yeah you know a lot of people are YouTube personalities and they resell we are actually full-time resellers this is our job and so we're like just helping people do reselling because that's what we do and we love so we're teaching them about that and sharing our experiences but our first love i think is the reselling you know and you and you I found a good way to tie them for all of all of us actually maybe that's yeah. why i felt such a strong connection is, um oh yeah you know like i always was super big about vetting whoever i was watching on youtube <laughs> or listening to like i want to know like are you actually walking the walk? Like, yes. is this? Yeah. So I think that's why I just really connected to you guys yeah. and really just saw that. And it came through that. This is, this is your life. This is what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And you found it comes through because sometimes you feel like, you know, we, I'm, I'm a very part-time full-time reseller. So I, I don't want anybody to get the misconception that I'm making six figures every time that I put something right. up, but I, but I do want you to think that you're having fun with me because I really yes. like my job. I just yeah. have so much fun. And then yeah. I get to meet amazing people like all yeah. of you. So I think that's, if you can find any job that allows you to do that, oh, more power yeah. to you. Amen. You mm -hmm. sound like your relationship with the reselling world is very much like mine too. Like that mm. you and I, I think are on the on the yeah. figures aren't always huge, but I'm loving it. And I'm just having yes. fun with it. But I also, you know, do other things yeah. along the way. Not I mean, I like good numbers. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I want to make money, <laughs> but I also don't want to try to compare myself to somebody else that does make tons and tons of money because that's not my journey. So my numbers aren't going to be somebody else's numbers and their numbers aren't going to be mine. It's just, all about um, finding what makes you happy and what can make you some mm -hmm. money and um, trying to keep things in circulation and being a good steward of those items. So that's, Kristen yeah, that's lives the dream over here. She is like the traveling reseller. That's her. I know. I'm always name. amazed. I'm always amazed. I never leave the house. <laughs> Reset, well, right. I never go anywhere. Flipcon. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's too many places that I just want to go see. So this affords me the ability to be able to go have those adventures. I, I sit at home an awful lot. You just don't see that part on YouTube. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Except for when I'm a tossing a package at you, that's about the, you know, when you get to see me being at home. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, like, I really connect with like you and I connect with both of you, but 
um, specifically Angie, there are, because this is my sole source of income that I support my family. Like I don't have a, a backup. This is my life. Same. Um, yeah. yeah. And I know, so I really, I think there are, it's kind of a, a, a different kind of weight struggle pressure. It, it, mm-hmm. it can be very different. It can be like very isolating. So I was so happy to see you doing that and walking that walk. And it's just so inspirational because sometimes it just feels like very, very heavy when you're the, you know, sole provider for your family and you're counting on this roller coaster of reselling. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And half the reason I do YouTube, I mean, I kind of started it for teaching, but now it's the connections. Y'all are my lifeline. I, you know, you're my friends. You're who I talk to. You're, I complain. I like celebrate (laughs) all of those things with everyone. And just, I share in your lives, you share in mine. It's truly like you're my coworkers, the people that I love to hang out with. And um, it makes it so much better to have somebody there that understands you, that when you get a great item, they cheer for you. When you get a crappy return, they're like, oh, we hate that. (laughs) This This is our water cooler. This is how we connect. For sure. I love it. Exactly. That's how I found Angie. This is how we've become such good friends because I watch your YouTube channel. All right. So how did you guys connect? We know you're out there doing your thing, reselling. How did you connect? I stalked Angie. (laughs) Wait a minute. A little stalker. That's great. That's how I got here. (laughs) So she did a, um, a show with uh, a guy called Bobby, the pet cap guy. And it was like a live show. And I, I love going to the live shows and I would talk and chit chat. And it feels like you're just hanging out with friends. And for whatever dumb reason, I'm like, Hey, bestie. And she was like, yeah, bestie. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, we are. We're besties. (laughs) She had no idea who I was. (laughs) And then whenever she said she was going to um, SlipCon, I was like, hey, do you need a roommate? She's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of expensive. I'm like, nope, I'm going to be your roommate. (laughs) Just like that. She's like, we're rooming together. So this is really, you guys don't know each other for like years and years and years. (laughs) I know. It it seems like it though, right? Mm -hmm. It does seem like it. Yeah. Shocking. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm absolutely blown away. I'm shocked. I, Mm -hmm. I thought there was like years and years and years of history there. Nope. And we met really in person for the first time at FlipCon. Yeah. I mean, we just became fast friends. We actually talked about doing the Let's Do Lunch podcast while we were there saying, you know, we really think that this is something that we would like to do and just a message that we want to, to bring out, which is being strong women in reselling. No, we appreciate the guys, of course. Absolutely. We just want to have a voice for more women and more opportunities for women, just like y'all are doing, um, resellers. And it just culminated, um, on the drive home from FlipCon. I, you know, I had a 10 hour drive and my wheels were spinning and we were yes. texting while I was driving, like, Ooh. This, I have this idea and everything. And it just formed like yeah. so quickly. And Kristen and I just became the best of friends. I mean, like, yeah. She is like my that. sister I did hear from another video, mother, but no? I think I just didn't believe it. I think I was like, no, no, no. There has to be some more no. like years of history there. Okay. We, so we were I mean, watching. Same with Samantha. She just popped in and it's like, we've known her forever. Yeah. But that yeah. Just fit with us. I mean, there was no, we didn't skip a beat. 
No, you didn't skip a beat. When she no. like came right in, it was like, Seamless. yeah, you brought in your sister. They just, yeah. you yeah. guys all go together. So when you hook, you, when you connect, you connect. When they're your people, they're your people. Yeah. Amen. Yes, exactly. And yeah. Kristen's so, my people. So I yeah. really was so excited that you guys were highlighting and bringing together women in reselling because there was, as we know, like a large, I'm going to just call it like hustle culture out there. Yeah. Very male dominated, which is great. I mean, the pure hustle podcast boys are my boys. I will always have a special place in my heart, but I felt like there wasn't really a, a space that was predominantly women and women maybe weren't getting out there and being highlighted as much. Um, we're probably just behind the scenes doing all the hard work, but uh, (laughs) I just really love that. I think too, that when we, I mean, we were sitting there watching the boys at um, Angie. uh, Flip gone. Yeah. (laughs) The the trash to cash boys were on there and we were like, we, cause we love those boys Yeah, and all of the other guys that do podcasts, but we really did feel like that you know, they couldn't, we couldn't compare ourselves to them exactly. And we had different things that we were going through that I know that you guys go through too, whenever we're trying to get reselling and getting the kids off to school and getting the laundry done and making sure we got the dishes in and then still doing our hair to be able to do the videos. So it, it really felt like, I mean, I looked at Angie and I was like, Angie, we got to do this. And she's like, yeah, my gosh, we totally do. And then we didn't even, we didn't even like second guess it. We were like, okay, it's you, it's me. We're going to do this. You know, what you just said has me thinking because we always battle that like with your significant other or your that when we're home doing this, if somebody comes in the door, they think you should also be doing X, Y and Z, because if you're home, living like you're sitting on the couch, but you've got your computer and your mannequin and you're working yeah. but because you're in the living room and you're on the couch and maybe the TV's on in the background, they'll come in and be like, you, really uh, you do blah, 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 blah. They think you're just kind of like eating bonbons, right? Yeah. Like, yes, that's exactly I, what they say. Yeah. So my question then is, does that happen to the guys when they're doing what we're doing? No, no, no. I just, that just, when you were saying that, that just dawned on me. I've never thought about that because I always think of it in our perspective. Like, yeah, you know, the my guys are allowed better. to hustle. The guys are allowed to make great deals and mm-hmm. sacri- make sacrifices for their families to improve their business. But it doesn't look the same when we do it. It doesn't. You know, it's like we're being aggressive or, you know, di- di- just a different yeah. outlook on things. Yeah. Um, and I just want... And Kristen too, we want women to see you could be super successful. You can crush it. You could still be a mom and you could do all those things, Mm -hmm. but you know what? We're going to talk about the ugly things that the guys don't even understand. Yeah. You're up all night because your baby is sick and you still got to work tomorrow and you still got to ship out your 20 packages or whatever. And you know, know, the guys put on a hat and they're on YouTube. We have, (laughs) it's not acceptable for women to do. Do you know how long it takes to do this? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) women have to like get ready. If not, we're not like camera ready, but why is that? Why can guys just go on and everyone accepts them as is, but we have to look a certain way or act a certain way. So we're just trying to put that into perspective of, yeah. Hey, it's different for us. Yeah. Yeah. And at first, when we first started doing it, I was like putting on mascara and trying (laughs) to like do my hair and stuff. But listen, my whole life, I've never really done that. So I thought, why am I doing this for YouTube? So I kind of have made it a point recently to be like, 
mm, you know, I'm just going to deal with weird hair and <laughs> not, I mean, I'm not going to put on the mascara because this is, this is normal reselling. This is what yeah. I look like. And, you know, we talk about <laughs> putting on the nice shirt, but got our leggings on. Heck yeah. Oh, do you have leggings on? Uniform. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't, even, uniform, I don't even have leggings on. What are you talking about? That was Molly, we've talked about the no pants issue before. We <laughs> what leggings? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's so cool that you guys are highlighting that. And I mean, sometimes those things are just so, like I don't think about them much. I've worked mm-hmm. in, and I sh- I should think about them a lot more because you know I've worked in predominantly uh, male dominated industries throughout my career and. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of little things that are really just that I just accept it. Well, you think about it in corporate America because it's always out there. Like people are always, it's on 60 minutes. It's not like the corporate America issues are always out there, but I've never thought about it in the reseller life terms. Well, and for us, it's kind of, it, it might be slightly different because there, there is no like glass ceiling, so to speak. We get to decide how much we're going to make and where we're going to yep. do it and how we're going to do it and whether or not we're doing it, you know, in leggings or in a suit. It doesn't matter. I think that's what's so cool about this. It's nice to be able to see other girls that are, like Angie said, just crushing it and doing well too, and that it's completely normal and acceptable. Absolutely. And they you say dress, dress for success. Girl, I am dressed for success. <laughs> I'm exactly on what I want to wear. Oh, you need shirt. a t-shirt that says that. Oh yeah. my gosh. You guys need a t-shirt. Some <laughs> leggings, my socks, no shoes. This is success. That's right. We're wearing <laughs> leggings and pajama pants to flip con. That's it. That's right. <laughs> we should merch like a nightgown that says that. Dress for success. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A moo-moo or something. <laughs> <laughs> just a big terry cloth robe that is there you go. <laughs> yes yes now we're talking now for talking. success <laughs> oh my god yeah the no shoes thing was a winner for me once i realized i could actually do this job and not have to put shoes on i was like okay i'm in i'm in <laughs> yeah i love so, it what do you guys right predominantly sell mm-hmm. i mean i know the answer to this but Anything that'll make us money. I'll sell anything. Yeah. Almost anything. I mean, they're, you know, I'm sure that eBay is going to set some restrictions on me, but (laughs) you let eBay set the restrictions. Okay. You don't restrict yourself at all. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess I, same for me, I probably sell more hard goods than Kristen does just Mm. because she doesn't have the space for them. Um, but ladies, I have sold Bibles. I have sold Playboys, I've sold adult <clears throat> items <laughs> and back when eBay allowed you to do that. Um, and pretty much everything. The only thing I, I really don't get into is like furniture because uh, it's too bulky and mm-hmm. I just don't, you, you know, I'll do that Facebook marketplace if I find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like older collectibles, like glassware. I just don't know anything about it. And I don't have a passion for that. So I always tell people, sell what you enjoy selling as well. Now, granted, you want to branch out and stuff, but like, because I have no interest in knowing what hobnail or milk glass, (laughs) I I just have no desire to learn about that. So I don't. 
And that yeah. sounds so dirty. Right? Hobnail. Hobnail. Yeah. If it glows in the dark and it's probably not healthy for you, but I still right. like it. <laughs> I do too. I do too. So right, uh, where do you cares? So Kristen, I know you do a lot of sourcing at the bins. How about you, Angie? I have a bins five minutes away from me, but I oh, think it's the okay. world's smallest bins. It truly is this tiniest so little place. Should be called the bin, not the bins. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I do go there, but honestly, I love, love, love yard sales. That would be my number one choice um, always. And luckily here, I'm in Pensacola, Florida, um, which is not Florida, y'all. It's lower Alabama over on the side. Um, so we do have yard sales most of the year, which is really nice. Um, but I've done everything. I have bought liquidation. I go to Amazon return stores. Uh, the only place I could say that I really don't shop is the regular Goodwill. Hate yeah. that store, but okay. like the little community or the church, yes. um, thrift stores and stuff, yeah. great place to find. I even shop at like consignment stores. I have relationships with the owners and things when they have clearance, they'll like sell me everything, things like that. And building relationships is super important. Yeah. So I really try to make it wide because you never know. I mean, when everything shut down, our Google bins closed for seven months. So you have oh, wow. to like, you know, make sure you have other alternatives for, mm-hmm. for sourcing. So that's what I try to do. Like consignment. consignment. <laughs> right. We had stuff come into our doors more than we can handle. Nice. I, I closed my eBay store down. I, I stopped selling during COVID because I worked at a hospital. So did my husband, we weren't sure oh, of the ramifications. Right. So we stopped selling and people still drop stuff off on my porch. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's because everybody was home and they were like, well, I'm bored. Let me go through this closet. closet. <laughs> yes. Whenever somebody justifies their money mountains, AKA death piles, but their money mountains and they say, well, you just never know when the world's going to shut down again. And I say, you don't have to have those consignment will help you through a shutdown. Yeah. That'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't. I don't do a lot of consignment at mm-hmm. all anymore, but whenever it was shut down, people were like, here, take this, take this because yeah. Goodwills were shut down. You couldn't make donations. So people were giving stuff to me just knowing that I sell stuff online. So it, it was, yeah. it was super helpful. So I don't stress about not having enough inventory either. Yeah. It's always going to be there. Know your resources more. Mm-hmm. Have y'all heard that flip does consignment? That's how they started, actually. I think that's how they started. Yeah, initially. Oh, that's right. That is how they started. Yeah, Yeah, I just noticed this, that there are lots. You basically pick a lot, and I guess they'll send you the items for free, and then you can sign them. This is the first I heard of this this week. It looks really tried it out beginning, but I have a couple videos. I, I, I think I did two, two or three videos on flip when it first came out, what, Mm -hmm. two two years ago when they first started and consign, you know, so they would send you like, you would be the consignment seller for this person wherever in the country. And they would just send you the box and you'd deal with it. But Mm. eh. I'm wondering what it's like now, because there were a lot of glitches in the beginning. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, I just, um, I just saw, cause they're like, we have 238 lots or whatever. Oh, and wow. now I guess they tell you what's in it. 
Yeah, they do mm-hmm. a manifest. So, and uh, I don't know. I just wondered if anybody had tried it um, specifically because y'all do consignment. I mean, but if you have plenty of inventory, you don't need to, but I guess it would be an option for somebody who maybe lived in the country. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. I haven't read the, their terms yet as far as like what happens when things don't sell or if you right. so you have that you this the way it was don't necessarily in the beginning sell. is let's but. say you got the box of I don't know 20 items and like I said I have way too much inventory so I just tried this out so I could let people know like kind of what it looked yeah. like for people yes. that didn't have access and um so whatever you sell you know that you give the person a percentage and then at the end of I think I think it's 60 days, maybe like you, they have the option to renew the contract with you for another, to extend it for a period of time, or you can offer them a buyout. Oh, okay. So you, yeah, yeah they make it seem, so that's what I was sketchy about. Cause they make it seem free inventory, 200 boxes in today, free inventory and free, oh, yeah. free, free yeah. everywhere. And I do use flip to share and do offers for Poshmark and stuff like that. So I okay. use them, but, um, they throw that free all the time, but I feel like there was a catch. Like eventually you're going yeah. to have to pay for it regardless. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'll look into that because it may have changed in two years, but two years ago, you would have to buy it. Whatever didn't sell at the end of the consignment period, you oh, wow. would have the option to buy out or send back. Hmm. It literally just started popping up for me. Uh, I'm so I was like, what is this? <laughs> it's weird because I was even, it's funny you said that. Cause I was thinking, do they even do that anymore? Because they, yeah, they like just a like sharing tool, like two months ago, they just made it like a whole separate section. Cause you have like your cross lister and your sharing. And then now they have the inventory part and they're really going heavy on that right now. Cause they started with the inventory part. That was all they did when they, yeah. just, that was all yeah. flip was. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I am, I was yeah. clueless. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, then you know about the part I don't know about. I don't know about the sharing or any of that. I only knew of yeah, that. That was all added thing. Added yeah. on after, you know, I just, everybody's got to do. That's the one thing I just get like one of my soapboxes, like with social media, you know, why does everybody have to be a TikTok when TikTok came out? Why does everybody have to be a cross lister when we already have a couple of cross, like, Mm-hmm. everybody's got to do it you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what started true. as this oh it was this idea they had which was not out there nobody was doing it but now they've added these other things that other mm-hmm. people already did it's like yeah. but competition a- breeds innovation but you got to give everybody a little bit of competition sometimes so they can oh yep oh yeah we're not the only one we got to step up our game yeah so, so the guys that started flip were actually the guys that started uh mercari Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This makes so much sense. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. I use both, <laughs> but they have some places and then I need some work. <laughs> hmm. I'm not on Macari. I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm yeah, only just on, started I've never used it. I've not used Macari before, really. I've sold a few things that you couldn't sell on eBay. Like there was a Dr. Seuss book mm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we started cross posting. And their shipping is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And if you I'm use like, your own, then there's no like insurance or guarantees. Right. Or, I'm yeah. like, this is oh. crazy. Who is going to pay $12.80 for a two pound package? I yeah. don't know. I do. Right. They, Go ahead. they do have FedEx. <laughs> so I use FedEx for like everything on well, there. Because it is, it is only. 
being in the corner of the country, like they $12 and like 80 cents for, um, FedEx is even higher for me. Oh, mine's like $9 ships. No, it's like 12 something. I'm like, that's awful. Yeah. All right. So Angie, one of the things that you guys were talking about on the let's do lunch podcast, I was like screaming at the, the (laughs) clock, not screaming, but I was like, yeah, was about, because I really agree so much with this was like focus. Like, don't worry about Ross listing so much. Like, don't like focus on where you are and where you're making your money and get that down. And I just, I'm so big on that. Like in this bright, shiny world of bright, shiny objects, like I'll try things just so I could show other people what, you know, what my thoughts on them are, but Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it that you took the time to say, you know, it's okay to you know, just focus on one thing. Like you don't have to be everywhere and that you may be losing money sending your things to all these places, which is what my research showed me. Like it absolutely was not worth my time Mm -hmm. to be cross-listing to all these different platforms. I was spending more time managing it and I could have listed, you know, 15 items on eBay. Absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. we, um, I think that's a lot of people. They want to be in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so tempting to be on Depop and to be on Grailed and well, all of or these. you feel the pressure from the social media that you should yeah. be, or right. that you, you know that it's that it's the important thing to do. But you you you're right. You do need to knuckle down and find what works for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I look at it like if I can list thirty items on eBay and then I have enough time to cross post, why not? I could put the same amount of time. I could list probably 50 items on eBay. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Oliver. So you're in the midst. That's okay. Go ahead. You're My dog in the midst. hears the mailman. <laughs> That's okay. Mine will do that soon. I understand. He'll hear it and he'll start. She's a lot bigger than your doxy though. So <laughs> many other resellers listening to this right now, they feel right at home with the dog barking at the mailman. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's very authentic. Um, so you're in the middle of doing an experiment. Like I did, I did one, my last one, I think two years ago, uh, where I cross-listed and saw what, you know, how much time I was spending and if it was worth it. And I landed on the side of it's not worth it for me. Um, so you're kind of doing the same experiment right now, correct? Yes. What I have decided to do. And the reason I'm doing this is because mom, my mom, Nanette can do the cross posting for most of the items. Right. Um, so she, I'm sorry, guys, the mailman on my porch, getting all my packages. She is wonderful. Mailman, male woman. And he is freaking out. He hates her. (laughs) The sign of reseller success is how long your dog barks, because that's how long the mail person is on your porch. Picking up all those packages. Good job. He's losing his mind. He's like, go away. You. Um, we have decided to try Bendu, and so far it's been so easy to do. And now, if I had to spend all of my time doing it, I don't know that I would do it, but we wanted to see if we cross posted a lot of items. Like, I have 3,500 listings right mm-hmm. now, we have over a thousand items cross posted because mom can just do it when she's like hanging around, not doing anything. It takes her like a minute to cross post to two uh, platforms, Mercari and Poshmark. And she just sits and watches TV and click, 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 cross posts everything and cross posts 
Cost posts, everything. It's Here more money. Yeah, coining new terms again. Yeah, I <laughs> make up my own words. Whatever. I love it. Um, don't get me started on animals, ladies. We'll be like a whole like. But um, so far, it's actually been fairly successful, Oliver. And um, but we'll see. We're gonna give it a month. We're going to give it a month and see how it goes. And I'm going to post the results and see exactly if I find it's worthwhile financially to do that. And it's really just a test for me right now, just mm-hmm. to, I'd like to give everybody the information, but you know, with cross posting, you have to get all of your I- items over there before you can actually see if it's making a difference or not. Mm-hmm. So I said, we're committing to try to get as many over there as we can in the month. And then we'll make a determination call from there. But I've been surprised at how many items are selling that have our stale inventory. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Now, if I had to spend all my time, but it's kind of like I have a virtual assistant right yeah. here in my house where <laughs> Lucky. my mom likes to do that. So if you have somebody who can do that, or if you spend a lot of time on your phone, like you're sitting waiting for kids or at practices or whatever, Vendu is completely mobile. Mm-hmm. So you can actually take it with you and just be cross posting while you're sitting there, not doing anything. Yeah. That's your like lifestyle. Waiting. Yeah. So that would be a good thing. So it will be determined by, you know, next month I will give all the details, but I'm, I'm saying it is an option for people. And y'all, if you know me at all, you know that I'm a firm believer in, I need to test products yeah. before I recommend them. Yeah. Um, Cause there's uh, products I say, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, not for me. And I'll be the first <laughs> to tell you. So, um, stay tuned. I will let y'all know what I think. I am really excited to hear how this, how this turns out and uh, what your results are. This is going to be really cool. I love it. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for doing that and informing us all. Absolutely. Yeah. I was oh. just waiting for your next one. Oh, I'm sorry. I know you've been following no, out the question. moderator, but I tend to just like, blah, 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 blah. it's going. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. How did, how did you guys get connected? Oh, look at you turning it around. Uh-huh. Oh. Ladies, you haven't figured out. We just talk all over each other. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Molly and I met many years ago when our kids were in, uh, I think kindergarten and first grade. Yeah, oh, wow. at the PTO, and we wanted to do sustainable. Um, Actually, that would be first and second grade. First and second grade. Mm. Oh yeah, it was first and second grade, and uh, we wanted to implement sustainable fundraising in our uh, school. And we just, Ooh. I don't know, realized we were both of like mindsets. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, it just went from there, and then she decided to open a consignment shop, and I had just finished the end of a job contract, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, having a little early midlife crisis. And she called me and said, Hey, you want to be my internet sales manager and kind of do this eBay part of my brick and mortar. And I went, um, okay. So (laughs) it was starting part-time and it was what, like a month or so, maybe month and a half. And the next, you know, it's full-time and we celebrated that first hundred items on eBay. And Now we're fully online and what over 10,000 items on eBay. Wow. Yeah. Life goals. So then what made you guys say, Hey, let's do a podcast. 
Well, we've... I'm going to start way back then. I have always said when I left, I moved away from the Philadelphia area. My husband's job brought me back down south, which is where I was originally from. I'm a southern girl. Um, I got taken up to Pennsylvania for 11 years, I think really just so that I could meet Libby, you know, and I think that's why I was up there. But my husband's job brought us back down, which I was very happy. Snow is not my jam. Um, so either. Not mine. When, no, when I got back down here, Libby and I would talk every morning and we'd be oh, oh, you know, and I'm having coffee and um, and I would joke around and go, you know, we really should be putting this on like a, a YouTuber podcast because I know everything we're saying could change the world. <laughs> we're solving world problems global right now while we're having coffee and we would laugh. And, you know, I just kept saying to her, she's such a wealth of knowledge. She has had so much experience in all sides of consignment and reselling that there's so much she could share. And she had a mentor help her years ago. And I'm like, you have this gift, like, and then she met somebody else who said, there's nothing for consignment out there. When I search oh. online and YouTube, there's nothing for consignment. So I had just finished another job. I was here part-time doing still staying with her some, but had a full-time um, helping my girlfriend open a nonprofit for two years. We started one that's still going, but I did two years and then stepped out. Um, and I was talking to her. So I said, I'm going to get back in full-time now doing the reselling thing with you again. And she said, oh, well, let's do a podcast. I met this girl. She says, there's nothing for consignment. Da, 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 da. I think we should do this. And I was like, well, we can talk about and it was like the next two days, she's like, here's what we're doing. Here's make a logo. <laughs> I love that. Nice. Jump in both feet. That's what we did too. Yeah. You can't mention any sort of idea to Libby or she implements it the next day. And then we're like, actually, we're, we're busy. Can we do that next month? I don't know. She's a doer. She's a doer. Love that. So Samantha balances us because she's a doer, but she's also a thinker. I'm the creative. I come up with a million ideas in a day. <laughs> but then it stops there like it stops there for me like I can throw out I can I can change your business for you I can give you anything and then it's like whoop, okay I'm done I did my part you know <laughs> I slow Libby down a little bit and then I also speed Molly up a little bit like yeah we can we can kinda... do this Libby not that much it's no that's... <laughs> I always love to tell people the story that when we were in the brick and mortar years ago um I would, my shipping station all was in a back storage room, right? And that's where all the expired items would go. And so I was always trying to figure out the best way to organize it so that I could be as efficient as possible in my shipping. Because as the store built, as you know, more things were selling. And we were actually, because we were a consignment store, selling full sets of China. And I'm having to wrap all those full sets of China Ooh. and ship them out to wherever. And it was just a process. And I one day came out, we were closing. It was the end of the day and we're closing, walking, getting ready to go out to the car. And I'm like, you know, I have an idea that tall shelf that sits in the middle. I'm thinking if we moved it kind of to the other wall, it would open up that space and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh yeah, well. And I said, so let's maybe take a look at that later and talk about it the next day, get up, have my coffee, go to work, get there. I'm like, oh, Libby's already here. Awesome. 
use my key, get in the store. I'm like, Libby, where are you? She's in the back. She has by herself already moved this, you know, 300 plus pound, 12 foot tall <laughs> shelf up against the wall. Libby, <laughs> you store like me. I would do that too. I used to work for a professional organizer. I love getting in there and rearranging and doing stuff. I totally would do that too, Libby. <laughs> I ain't going to wait for anybody. Nope. I'm like, I thought we were going to process this or, you know, make sure it's, I like overthink. I want to think about it. I want to write a pros and cons list. I want to know that, that, you know, and it's like, nope, let's do it. If it doesn't work, we'll figure something else out. Yeah. Her pros and cons list is just a try over how it goes. Right. You got to try stuff. You got to try new stuff, right? (laughs) So that's how we started. And then, um, then Samantha always, we love Samantha's story. She started how long ago, Samantha? She got into listening to our podcasts and or watching our YouTube. Samantha, you tell this story because, and then I want to pop in about my, my real, my, yes. my story the other day, because it was purely who you are and what happened, but go ahead. I'm still giggling about it. Um, so I've been doing consignment. It'll be 10 years this year. I believe I was organizing for people and that turned into consignment. And then I adjusted consignment all while working full-time for a hospital and climbing the ladder there. Mm-hmm. So I was at a crossroads, especially during the pandemic of, do I even keep the consignment part going because I'm not putting enough time into this. And then the pandemic hit and I definitely, I mean, I'm working double time all the time with the hospital, closed down my store, like just, uh, and previously I had searched for resources and things about consignment and not really found a whole lot. Like I barely knew what consignment was and I was doing it for like seven years. So like what, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, we don't have any, uh, we don't have a lot of thrift stores. We don't have any consignment shops here. Like it's very limited. So I was at that crossroads again, many times of the cycle and searched and found that they had started the podcast and I started listening about agreements and and revamping mine and just tweaking things in my business and I would tell them about it and I would comment on every single video and all the things (laughs) they were doing and I was like right in the middle of all the community and all the stuff and just right in there and everybody thought I was a part of it anyway (laughs) yeah you were the third person and they didn't they didn't even know did they (laughs) her story is very similar to yours Kristen yeah yeah yeah. I went on a vacation last year and I was like Libby I'm gonna come and see you and she's like oh okay okay. that's that was awesome that was it was so um yeah so I just I just inserted myself I stalked a little bit and then just inserted (laughs) myself right into the middle of everything that they do funny so a couple of weeks ago I woke up you know you woke up you you wake up you kind of check you know any messages on our Instagram or whatever and this reel pops up and it's these puppies that somebody put to cute music and their little puppies laying on the thing and the third puppy all of a sudden you see it kind of squeeze itself up and it puts itself (laughs) right in the middle so I took it and I used Kim and I put I put Libby, Molly, Samantha, <laughs> and I put it on the thing, and you see Samantha going, here I am, I'm in the middle. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. that's great. Angie, Angie did Perfect. one for us too, it was of two little girls that were dancing, I guess at a wedding or something, and then one little girl walks up and just starts dancing against this other little girl, and the, the other little girl standing there like, what is going on? And then she's like, wait a minute, this is okay, this is all right, this is, that is so young, right? Like, that is so us. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I have to see that. I got to go look for that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love that it. That's great. 
I know I'm upset that I did mine and I only put it in the story. I should have saved it. I need to find oh, yeah. the video and redo it so it's permanently in our history because I could not stop laughing that morning when I was doing it because I was like, this is just, and the song to it's so sweet. Like you almost get a tear too because it's very sweet. Oh, it was. Love so it. let's go back to you guys. Yes. Um, so, so you guys do the Let's Do Lunch podcast and like, you guys talk about everything on there. Everything. I feel like I know you both so well and I don't really know you at all. And, um, but you still touch on reselling more than the trash to cash. So good job. Good job. And <laughs> that's um, not too hard though. Let's face it. It's true. But yeah. <laughs> yeah Who has been a couple of times where we've gotten a little off track a little bit, but we do kind of try to circle back around. You do. You do. <laughs> Who have been your favorite guests and what do you have coming up? Mm. I think it would be so hard to pick a favorite. It's like picking a favorite kid. You, it, that's hard. <laughs> right? I know. Uh, think of some moments, some some highlighted yeah. awesome I things. love the Amber Waves of Brain. Oh my gosh. She, oh, she was yes. adorable. How yeah, she puts she herself fun. out there and all her dating adventure. Oh my gosh. Mm, yeah. I loved her. I loved her. Yeah, we there was really a lot of um, things that we could relate to with her. Yeah, we really try to have a wide variety of people mm-hmm. so that everyone feels like they can relate to someone in some way. Like Sarah, the Daily Cabbage. I have to say that while she's not the most, the biggest YouTuber or anything, she was hilarious. Hilarious. We had such a ball with her, and oh maybe got a little off the rails with that one, but <laughs> oh my gosh, so much fun. Yeah, that was one of our most recent, like, that we got done and Angie and I both were like, oh my gosh, what just happened? That was hilarious. It hurts from smiling and laughing so hard. You know, you know, it's a good show. Don't you love those episodes when you end and you're just like, that was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And while we are resellers, we really want it to be so that any woman who's in business wants to be in business or guy or guy really yeah or the guys but you can come and find something you know we talk about everything but you know from kids to snacks to travel to uh having a bad day whatever it, mm-hmm. it's all on the table so we kind of try to be open books and i could tell you that who you see on the show is us. I mean, that's what we are all the time. Sometimes we're like, you don't realize, but we've already talked for several hours before (laughs) the show. And it's just the same thing. And then later we're like, oh, we should have said that on the show. We should have brought that up. (laughs) Or did we say that on the show or in our our previous three hours of conversation? We've yes. done that where I've been like, I should have hit record earlier because yeah, that was really good conversation. Why weren't which we recording is, that? Which is why we've recently sort of changed up our, our format a little bit because some of that conversation is just so good that yeah. we um, inserted our guests like after we get going a little bit so that we don't have that that backroom discussion beforehand so that we can put it all out there ahead you know with all of you guys and right. that that really showed I think especially with Sarah the daily cabbage because yeah. <laughs> we really did talk about everything so oh, I, I loved I love the fact that you're doing that I really appreciate that that's really mm-hmm. cool I think it really works well so the before- ching king I I did not oh. know the ching king I'm I'm not what into YouTube man. and all of that so I didn't know him but what an amazing human being. 
incredible person. Yeah. Oh, love incredible. Scott. We met, or I met Scott in person at FlipCon was the first time I met him and he had 6,000 YouTube subscribers. And now six months later, he has like 20 some thousand. Does he really? Wow. That is just speaks volumes of how well he um, teaches you about mm-hmm. eBay and about what he's doing. What Just an incredible speaker, an incredible mm-hmm. teacher. He has a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I think we've really learned something from every single person we've had on, you know, I love to see a different side. We really have, you know, we kind of say, Oh, we're going to touch on this or this or this, but we kind of leave it open because we want it to be like a conversation where Mm -hmm. we're just sitting down and whatever comes up goes we're, you know, um, and that's kind of what we, we like about it is that it is just like hanging out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we it's like really too. I mean, one. that's what I seek out when I'm looking for this kind of stuff. I want to connect. I want to feel mm-hmm. like it's really you authentically. And that's, I think, something really good that both of our shows do is that yeah. it's authentic. It's not pressured. Yeah, it's or, yeah, it's genuine. And that's What's what the you deal with the, the listing. I would just want to mention you guys do like listing live on, on Tuesdays, which... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it goes off the rails more often than not. Does it? Okay. Sometimes. Well, we encourage everyone who comes in to list 10 items. It's Tuesdays, one to three central time on Angie's the afternoons. And it's over. Yeah, it's on my channel. And the reason we do it on my channel is just because sometimes Kristen will be traveling. So That's what I was going to ask if you did most of the time. Why it was like. <laughs> Okay. So that's on, that's that's on Angie Resells. Yeah. So, and that's the only reason is because, uh, you know, and Paul Philly Flipper has just kind of made himself at home. So he's like a regular guest star. He's like that little puppy that gets in the middle. We, we didn't invite him one day. He said, Hey, I'm not doing anything. Can I come on? We're like, yeah, come on. So, and that's how you get on YouTube, folks. There you go. <laughs> I, like, I had a little soft spot that day. Come on in, you know. Yeah. But um, we encourage everyone to get 10 listings done. And if you're not listing, shipping, relisting, something mm-hmm. for your business. And we have people who even sneak in at lunchtime at their regular jobs. Mm-hmm. And we said, this is just giving you motivation for later. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, with us talking and laughing and carrying on, we typically don't get 10 items done, but at least it sets In us up hours. for the mood of listing that day, which is, it is the key. We want it to be yeah. fun. We want to be your coworkers so you can laugh and get some work done while you're with other people. And that yeah. is what we're really just trying to you do. Get that first step to just like sit down and do it. Just yes. sometimes just getting started is such a the hardest deal. part. Yeah. That's the part that we don't want to do with listing. I mean, it's easy to go out and go sourcing, but to make us sit down and, you know, get our work done. I think it's important for us to say, okay, here we go. This is it. This is our time. Sit down together. Let's get at least 10 done. So it's, and I think it's been helpful. Yeah. And we ask people, like we give them like throughout the, the two hours we, okay. Tell us how many you've done. We want to, um, keep you, what are you working on right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to keep you in line with what you're supposed to do. Don't forget 
we, you can yeah. have fun here, but we, you have a job to do. So it's good to have in there. somebody to have accountability with, yes. and you know, whether it's exercise or dieting or whatever, Absolutely. somebody that you can say, okay, I've gotten two done, but I really should have had three done. So let's work on it together to get the three done. Oh, we got to figure out some way to incorporate our, uh, do the list of Palooza. Maybe we'll, uh, yes. hop in the comments when you guys are doing that the week before we do a list of Palooza. That that would be yeah. fun. We do love a Palooza. Before we run out of time, I have got to, got to make sure that the people that are watching and listening know that you two are actually famous game show attendees. Yes. I think that I yes. need one of us is a winner. To, to talk <laughs> about that winners, experience. Amy. You're all We're winners. winners. <laughs> Some of us more so. <laughs> Do tell because we watched that. It was so much fun. Of course, we are huge fans of joe and nicole i love them we've had them on and we just adore them adore them but i would tell us to let everybody know what you did because it was so much fun oh my gosh so they have a game show what night is it on angie it's on thursdays 8 p.m central every other week oh my gosh it was so fun and it really did feel like a total game show and they great great hosts their games Mm -hmm. were fun they were they were so tailored to the reselling world and oh my gosh they go all out with everything that they do so the care package that they sent to us so that we could participate in the most impressive way was off the charts they just they i can't say enough good things about it because it was so much fun it was so much fun and they engaged everybody even the chat everybody is participating and I think that speaks such volumes to them about how fun and engaging that they are as people so oh oh my gosh we had a ball Angie of course kicked my butt (laughs) but we did have so much fun so and that they are I'd flip that on YouTube in case you we didn't say that and when they had the first show it was shorter it was only 30 minutes and Chris and I were both in there and we were like, yes, we need to be on here, please. We love this. This is all about us. You know, and so I think we were like the number one cheerleaders that they were finally like, okay, okay, okay. you can be on. I mean, because we were like, this Again, is the greatest thing we ever in saw. The <laughs> they're like, that's it. You guys, you're the, you're the second contestants. We were so excited. Oh, and, you know, it was a close not at all um race and i crushed kristen um except in jeopardy i was really good in jeopardy you were you were good in jeopardy yes okay but did you you hear one of the categories glassware yeah i was just gonna say you kicked Um, butt without even knowing about the glassware stuff and not having it not be your thing it's like (laughs) you're gonna ask about glassware this is just not fair (laughs) i know nothing but see i the hobnail uh, was from i'd flip that now i won't forget that word there is a chance that krista might have pre-emailed them to say make sure glassware is put in there. <laughs> no, that's what she did spend because... time with them a few weeks beforehand that's so i was doing ben's bingo so you never know 
Yeah. Yeah. Evidently, I found out afterwards, Nicole wanted me to win and Joe wanted Kristen to win. So team Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. They are a hoot. We love them. Love them. They are, aren't they? I mean, through and through. And they're again, authentic. I mean, they, they play games at home. They, they have always been game playing people. Mm-hmm. in their neighborhood across the board and like you say the props they have i mean hello <laughs> it's well, turned yeah. into a thursday night event in my house right oh, we put it up yeah. on the tv we each had um our phones so we could comment yeah it's yeah, it's so like an event weird. now <laughs> i say that i want to be a guest and i want to do it and then i get in the comments when they're actually and libby is in there just answering them all and i'm like Mm-mm, i'm not going against her nope well i've already <laughs> told joe and nicole when they were on our show that the two of you were going to go head to head nice mm-hmm. now i knew i would love them when joe at 500 subscribers took that little cart with the big flag on it that said 500 and zoomed down the hill almost <laughs> killing himself i'm like these are my people yeah. <laughs> oh that was great so we got to meet them at boss reseller remix that's the first time that i've been around them and i know that angie had talked about him before and i was like i don't know these guys and then we when i met them i was like oh my gosh we have to hang out more i, I think you're awesome. so fun they are so much fun i yeah. mean just both of them so much and fun up for anything yeah hundred yes. percent mm-hmm. no i can't wait to have more time with them again this year yeah. too i just love our people i just yes. know we need to go there so they have a live studio audience we just all oh, go there oh. for the next one there we oh, go wouldn't oh. that be fun next there level. you go there's the answer <laughs> i like that be totally so nicole if you want to spend more of joe's money and fly us all over that would be great <laughs> yeah we're willing <laughs> Now, speaking of a breakout session at Boss Reseller, that is just Reseller <gasps> Showdown. That's right. Um, oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Somebody needs to. So yeah. Vicky, Katie, and T-Money, when you're listening to this, um, <laughs> right? you need to add that to the agenda. <laughs> right. They need to be little speakers. Like at the end of the day where we can like end up the day with them. With game show. the game show. And we could do right. that like. You know, like they go out into the audience and do, let's make a deal. And what's in oh, your purse? Dad, that, that, that. Oh, there's a deal. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to, when we get off, I'm going to send Vicki a message and say, okay, we just got together and this is the thought process. We just want executive to decisions. <laughs> the five of us have decided. I love Man. that you're going to tell Vicki before you talk to Joe and Nicole. <laughs> oh, no, no, they'll be up for anything. They're good. Joe and Nicole They're will be fine. like, we're up for anything. <laughs> I mean, he, they have the outfits. They're, oh, I know. Yeah. And he wore that outfit last at Boss last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what Pac Man blazer he had this time. Oh man, that was sweet. <laughs> They're, oh the They're the best. All right, y'all. We could do this clearly. But you didn't announce long. your next guest. You what? They didn't mm-hmm. announce their next guest on the podcast. Weren't you going to announce your next guest? Oh, oh. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so excited. So this is a. Uh, I'm sorry, Angie. I'm just going to bounce in oh, here okay. and be like, "Hey, <laughs> um, we're this is a reschedule from what we've had before." Thrifter Sifter, Matt is going to be on 
this week. We're so excited. We're so excited. I love him. I can't wait. And not everybody knows. They think they don't know him, but guys, you know him. Oh, you know him. He has over a million TikTok followers, 250,000 YouTube followers, like just as many Instagram followers, but he does shorts all about reselling amazing content amazing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you look him up thrifter sifter you'll be like right. yeah i know him yeah <laughs> um but yeah amazing super humble guy and we're super excited to pick his brain and learn all about him oh, oh that's gonna be a good listening? one I can't, wait. <laughs> can't wait oh good one good one all right so now I'm going to come in with our ending because we have been on here for quite a while. And like I say, I think we could be here for another two, five hours if we <laughs> do it. But I don't know if the listeners would listen or watch. For- sure, And, and we got to go walk the talk because we're all full-time reason. That's right. We do yeah. have work to do on that end too. Yeah. But anyway, do you ladies have cups near you? Because we always like to end with the cheers. Oh, we got one. Did you find one? All right. Well, until next <laughs> mayonnaise. No, is that our cheese? Candle. Like mayonnaise. It's it's like citrus Kristen thing, and I love it. It's orange juice, y'all. <laughs> My time. <laughs> until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us on consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, join our free private Facebook community.